from the Prophet who said Ayatul Iman Hubul Ansar that the sign of Iman or sign of Iman is Hubul Ansar love having love or showing love uh, for the Ansar wa Ayatul Nifaq and the, the sign of hip, uh, hypocrisy or sign of hypocrisy is Bogdul Ansar is having hatred for the Ansar and as we said this hadith is muttafaq alayhi agreed upon by Al-Bukhari and Muslim Bukhari here, we see he narrates it. Uh, he narrates it with four uh, narrators within the chain. So it is from his Ruba'iyat. Ruba'iyat, yani, those narrations um, in which there are four narrators between him and the Rasul, and Muslim, he narrates this uh, from his Khumasiyat, yani, with five narrators. Now, and in this um, hadith, or within this isnad, within this within this chain of narration, we have man wafaqa ismuhu isma abi, rawi and a narrator whose name agrees with the name of his father, yani having the same name, and that is who. For those who have the book, and for those who are sharp in listening and remembering, huh? Abdullah ibn Abdullah. So sometimes you have this. Yani Arawi, one who whose name is the same name as his father. So Abdullah ibn Abdullah. And I mean, this is yani, the detail that some of the scholars they go into. As for Anas ibn Malik, عنه, the Sahabi, yani, um, we have mentioned previously, in the previous ahadith, something concerning uh, that, that Sahabi, Al Jalil, Anas ibn Malik. As for the explanation of this hadith, Sheikh Salah al-Fawzan, he says, concerning this chapter heading, سبق بيان أن حب الصحابة أن حب الصحابة كلهم أمر واجب على الأمة. يعني it is preceded that the love or having love for the Sahaba, all of them is أمر واجب. يعني an obligatory matter and something obligatory upon this Ummah. والترضي عنهم and likewise, at Taraddi Anhum, Yani, I was saying, Radi Allahu Anhum, or Radi Allahu Anhu, that is yani, the meaning here of Taraddi Anhum, that we ask Allah, we make dua to Allah that He is pleased with them. Wa'adam intiqad ahadin minhum, and refraining from criticizing any one of them. Hada min usul aqeedah. This is from the usul, from the foundations of aqeedah. And, um, Yani, as we 
have been doing and continue to do, yani, uh, what we're trying to do is make yani, full use of this explanation by reading yani, the, the, the Arabic, yani, taking as, as much benefit as possible by even reading yani, the explanation in Arabic for those brothers who, who may not be so yani, uh, yani, well-versed with the Arabic language. And even for you, wallahi, there is a, there is a benefit in, in constantly hearing the Arabic language. Because our, our religion and the language of our religion is the Arabic language. And by Allah, brothers, there have been those who, over the years I've met, those who never studied the Arabic language, but learned the Arabic language just through constantly hearing it. Constantly hearing it. And so this is something that, and although at the beginning stages, there may be some pain you go through. Yani you have to be patient. What was that being said? Or maybe yani minutes go by where the Arabic is being read and yani you haven't understood anything. But share and fishay. Slowly, yani, uh, if you're patient enough and continue, then you will find that yani you will learn something from the Arabic language. Now, And so the Sheikh, he says that this is from the usul of the aqidah. On the foundations of this Islamic belief that we don't criticize any single companion, any one of the companions, in opposition to the deviated sex, yani those that speak concerning the Sahaba, yani they, they criticize them. Or they criticize some of them. The Sahaba, they are hamalatu sharia. Yani they are those who carry, who carried this sharia from the Rasul, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and Rasulullah. And they are the ones who Allah consolidated and strengthened by way of them al-Islam, along with the Rasul, and after him. فَمَقَامُهُمْ مَعْرُوفٌ And so their station and their position is well known for the Ummah. In this Ummah, وَلَا يَجْحَذْ فَضْلَهُمْ إِلَّا مُكَابِرٌ And no one rejects their virtue, their fadl, except for one who is mukabir, one who is haughty. Haughty, يعني one who is proud. أو عدوون للإسلام والمسلمين Or one who is an enemy to Islam, and to the Muslims. ثُمَّ إِنَّ اللَّهَ جَلَّ وَعَلَى جَعَلَ الصَّحَابَةِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ يَتَفَاضَلُونَ حَسَبَ مَا قَامُوا بِهِ فَالْمُهَاجِرُونَ الَّذِينَ انْتَقَلُوا بِدِينِهِمْ وَتَرَكُوا أَمْوَالَهُمْ وَأَوْطَانَهُمْ وَأَوْلَادَهُمْ لِأَجْلِ نُسْرَةِ الرَّسُولِ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَالْجِهَادِ مَعْهُ لَهُمْ فَضْلُهُمْ الْخَاصْ بِهِمْ يتفاضلون يعني vary in their levels depending on that which they يعني they 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 يعني came with by way of their actions and so on and that which they يعني put forward so the muhajirun those who left their lands with their religion and تركوا أموالهم they left their 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 wealth وأوطانهم their lands وأولادهم and their children why يعني لأجل نصرة Rasul, yani due to them uh, aiding the Messenger of Allah, while jihad ma'ahu, and make and in order to perform jihad with him, they have a fadl khas bihim. They have a specific fadl and a specific virtue that is 
يعني a virtue that is specific to them due to this نعم كذلك الأنصار يعني so that, that, that is something specific that virtue specific to to the المهاجرون that is a virtue specific to the muhajirin uh, likewise the ansar alladhina aaw aaw wa nasaru istaqbalu ar-rasul sallallahu likewise the ansar the sahaba in medina those who uh, granted them shelter ونصروا, and those who aided them الرسول, they received the messenger of Allah when he came from Mecca and they accepted and received and welcomed the Muslims and they shared with them their wealth and their belongings likewise they have that fadl the virtue of a nusra of aiding the messenger of Allah and the Muslims and the virtue of them yani being from those who gave them shelter and protection the verse which was mentioned last week in Surah Al-Hashr where Allah mentions yani those who yani before the Muhajirin yani those who um, yani had homes and yani ad- uh, adopted Iman and faith took on faith فَالْأَنصَارَ هُمْ لَهُمْ مِيزَةُ النُّصْرَةِ so this is something that distinguishes the Ansar that they have that they are distinguished with that Nusra aiding and Iwa granting shelter and so as we mentioned previously last week we mentioned likewise that yani, that which something which has come uh, similar to, to this concerning Ali that the yani, that none loves uh, Ali except for a Mu'min and none hates him except for a monafik. Something similar that has come concerning Ali. And Ali was not from the, from the uh, Ansar. He was from the Muhajirin. And so here, as we mentioned, the Muhajirin, likewise, it is a sign of, of, of Iman to have love for them, likewise. But the Ansar was specified here يعني, due to يعني, this, this, this virtue that they possess. And that great station that يعني, they, they, they held due to them يعني, aiding the Rasul and giving uh, the, the, the Rasul iwa protection. Naam. And this is something that, that happens. يعني, sometimes those lesser can be specified with a virtue which may have been mentioned about those who were better than them or maybe not mentioned about them. For example, Ali bin Abi Talib, as we said, the Prophet said, tomorrow. I will give the flag to one who Allah that who loves Allah and his messenger and whom Allah and his messenger love. And then he gave the flag to Ali. But does that mean that Abu Bakr, Umar and Uthman, they did not love Allah and his messenger? Or that Allah and his messenger don't, didn't love, love them? La. But rather this is just to show on this occasion that virtue of Ali. And so this can happen. Sometimes it's possible that someone lesser can have a virtue which even the one better than him doesn't possess. But it doesn't make him better. And it's a fadl that is khas, a virtue that is specific to him. But the one better than him has that fadl, that virtue which is general and it makes him better than him. For example, 
even looking at the Khulafa again. Abu Bakr is the best of the, the Khulafa, best of all the Sahaba. However, Umar had a fadl which even Abu Bakr didn't have. Umar يعني, was one who that, uh, يعني, if he took uh, a path, Shaitan would take another path. That virtue wasn't there for Abu Bakr. Uthman had a virtue which even Umar did not have, or Abu Bakr. He, he was married to two of the daughters of the, of, of the Rasul. And he was one that even يعني, uh, the angels were shy of. Likewise, Ali, as we mentioned. In fact, from the Tabi'een, one who had a virtue that even the Sahaba didn't have. Awais al-Qarni, from the Tabi'een. The Messenger of Allah, he said to the Sahaba, he said, if you meet Awais, ask him to seek forgiveness for you. And the Messenger of Allah never even said that about Abu Bakr. He never said, go to Abu Bakr and ask him to seek forgiveness for you. So that's a father that is specific to who? To Awais. But does it make, it better than, does it make him better than the Sahaba? No. Likewise, for example, Rasulullah said there will come a time. There will come a time yani, when there will, there will be days of patience. Yani, and those in those times, they will have the reward of 50 of the Sahaba. 50 of the Sahaba. Yani, those difficult times when holding on to the religion is like holding on to hot coal. So one who performs actions in these times gets the reward of 50 of the Sahaba. Does that make him better than the Sahaba? No, but this is a father that is specific to them, a virtue that is specific to them, but it doesn't make يعني, that individual or that group of, of, of individuals better than those who are well known يعني, by adilla ukhra, by other evidences that they يعني, are better than them. Now, now, فَقَبْلَ إِسْلَامِ الْأَنصَارِ So the, 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 the Shaykh uh, Salah Al-Fawzan, he says that before the Islam of the Ansar وَمُبَايَعْتِهِمْ لِلْرَسُولِ And before them taking the pledge with the Rasul وَالْإِسْلَامْ فِي ضِيْقِ مِنْ أَعْدَائِ Islam was يعني, in, in, in ضيق in, in difficulty and restriction and confinement فَلَمَّا بَايَعَ الرَّسُولِ But when they gave the bay'ah to the Rasul Bay'atul Aqaba that Bay'ah of Al-Aqaba and the Shaykh will explain Al-Aqaba yani what is Al-Aqaba وَانْتَقَلَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ إِلَيْهِمْ and the Muslims they moved يعني, uh, to them or يعني, they uh, came to the Ansar and they migrated to them صَارَ لِلْمُسْلِمِينَ قُوَّةِ now they became for the Muslims قُوَّةِ now they had Hayba, yani they were feared. And yani they were given respect and they had a, a standing. Hmm? So this is from the virtues of the Ansar. We acknowledge for them and recognize for them virtue. And this is why Al-Bukhari said, Ansar. This is why he came with that title, Imam Al-Bukhari. لقول الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم due to the statement of the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم في ذلك الحديث الذي يسقه المصنف يعني due to that which the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said concerning them in this hadith الذي يسقه المصنف that which the مصنف يعني البخاري the author has presented here and brought نعم قال صلى الله عليه وسلم آية الإيمان حب الأنصار a sign of Iman is loving the Ansar 
الايه هي العلامه the meaning of of ayah is علامه يعني الساين فعلامة الإيمان حب الأنصار so the sign of Iman is having love for the Ansar إذا رأيت الرجل يحب الأنصار فعلم أنه مؤمن so if you see a man you see him loving the Ansar know that he is a believer وعلامة النفاق and the sign of Nifaq is what? بغض الأنصار having hatred for the Ansar فإذا رأيت من يتكلم في الأنصار أو في أحد منهم فعلم أنه منافق and so you see if you see an individual speaking ill of the Ansar or يعني any one of them know that he is منافق يظهر الإسلام he's making he makes apparent Islam ويقطن ويقطن الكفر and he hides within himself كفر disbelief والإلهاد and heresy والإعادة بالله and Allah's protection is sought from that نعم والبخاري رحمه الله يريد من هذا الاستدلال على أن الأعمال من الإيمان بخاري what does he want from using this as a proof يعني he wants to show that actions are from Iman, love, having love is an action of the heart, وقد عدها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من الإيمان. And the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم regarded it as being from Iman, يعني this action of the heart. The next hadith in this chapter, حدثنا أبو اليمان, Al-Bukhari, he says that Abu Al-Yaman narrated to us, who said, أخبرنا شعيب, who said that Shu'ayb narrated to us. And it's Zuhri, from Zuhri, who said, أخبرني أبو إدريس عائذ عائذ الله ابن عبد الله. يعني that he narrated to me أن عبادة ابن الصامت. That عبادة الصحابي الجليل that he narrated. نعم, or that, يعني نعم, that he عبادة ابن الصامت وكان شهيد بدرا and he was one who witnessed and was present during the battle of Badr وهو أحد النقباء ليلة العقبة and he was one from those نقباء يعني from those leaders from the Ansar who gave that pledge the night of العقبة who said أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال وحوله عصابة من أصحابه the Prophet he said and around him was an isaba yani jama'ah that's the meaning of isaba yani a group of his companions ba'yuni he said to them give me the pledge ala alla tushriku billahi shay'a that you will not associate and make any partners with Allah wala tusriqu that you will not steal wala taznu that you will not commit illegal sexual intercourse wala taqtulu awladakum and that you will not kill your children. And that you will not utter يعني, slander which you forge. نعم. Uh, as for بين أيديكم وأرجلكم, the explanation of that will come. في معروف, and that you don't disobey in that which is good. فمن وفى منكم, and so whoever fulfills this pledge and fulfills those agreements in this pledge فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ His reward is with Allah وَمَنْ أَصَابَ مِنْ ذَلِكْ شَيْئًا and whoever falls into any of that يعني those sins within that's mentioned within this pledge يعني that you would stay away from فَعُوقِبَ فِي الدُّنْيَا فَهُوَ كَفَّارَةٌ لَهُ so whoever falls into any of those sins 
and then he's punished in this life for that sin, yani the prescribed punishment is applied to him, then that is an expiation for him in this life. And whoever falls into any of those sins, however, Allah conceals that. Yani it does, no one knows about it. He's fallen into one of those sins, but it's not known. Yani, and the, punish, the punishment isn't prescribed. No one knows about it. Allah has concealed that, that sin. فَهُوَ إِلَى اللَّهِ Then, then yani his affair is with Allah. إِنْ شَاءَ عَنْهُ If Allah wills, He will pardon him, forgive him. وَإِنْ شَاءَ And if He wills, He will punish him. فَبَايَعْنَهُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ And so we gave him the pledge يعني, uh, with those points that are mentioned. Now, so this hadith, ayyul ikhwa, again, muttafaq alayh, agreed upon by Bukhari Muslim. Naam. Um, and the ruwat, kulluhum, the narrators, all of them in this, in this chain of narration, are shamiyun. All of them are from Sham. All of them are from Sham, or settled in Sham. Sham being? Syria and Palestine, that region. Naam. So all of them, hatta the Sahabi al-Jalil Ubadah, Ubadah, uh, and he is Abu walid that's his kunya, Abu walid Ubadah, Ibn Samit, Ibn Qais, Naam, al-Khazraji, from that tribe, al-Khazraj, al-Ansari, from the Ansar, Shahid al-Aqaba al-Ula, and so he was present at that first pledge, and al-Aqaba al-Thaniya, the second pledge that was given also in that location, al-Aqaba, he was present both um, uh, pledges, in fact, even the third, Bi'atul Ridwan. He was, he was present also there. And likewise, Badr, the Battle of Badr, he was present. Uhud and all of the Mashahid, all of the uh, events, he was present. And he was the first to uh, yani be placed as a judge in Palestine. In Palestine. Umar, he uh, appointed him as the wali over there. Or as, as the wali, Naam. And yani initially he sent him to Sham, that region, and he settled in in Al in Hims, Hims, that is yani in Sham, and then he moved to uh, Palestine, as we said, Umar he sent him as uh, a qadi, as a judge, and as a muallim, as a, as a teacher to the people of that region. Naam. And he died there um, and was. And it's mentioned he was uh, buried in, uh, by Bayt al-Maqdis, the year uh, 34 after the Hijrah. The year 34 after the Hijrah, at the age of 72. At the age of 72, naam. And يعني, that which has been narrated from him from a hadith is one, uh, naam, is 181 hadith. 181 hadith that has been narrated from him. Naam. Uh, from them, that which Al-Bukhari and Muslim agreed upon, six hadith. Six hadith that Bukhari and Muslim, both of them narrated. This is from them. Bukhari and Muslim both narrated the same hadith, the exact same hadith. They narrated it. Naam. From Ubadah. And likewise, both Al-Bukhari and Muslim individually يعني, narrate two hadith. Yani individually from Ubadah meaning Bukhari he narrates two hadith from Ubadah other than the six that both Muslim and Bukhari agreed upon Bukhari narrates individually on his own 
that which Muslim doesn't narrate from Ubadah to Hadith, and likewise Muslim, he narrates from Ubadah to Hadith, which Bukhari doesn't, uh, uh, yani didn't narrate or record. Now, and as a point of benefit, uh, there, is on, there is only one from amongst the Sahaba who is Ubadah ibn Samit, only one. But as for companions who also have the name Ubadah without ibn Samit, 12. 12 other companions that have the same name, Ubadah. <laughs> Naam. Naam. And so the Shaykh Shaykh Al-Fawzan, he says, هذا الحديث فيه بيان بيعت الأنصار. بيان بيعت الأنصار. So this hadith has within it the explanation of that bay'ah that the Ansar they gave to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu عند جمرة العقبة. عند جمرة العقبة. And جمرة العقبة is, for those who perform Hajj, where is it? It is in Mina, Jamrat al Aqaba, that pillar that is stoned. It's, it's an inscription to, the, to, to uh, the mountain that's there. The Sheikh will explain. Naam. Well, Aqaba here, Al Jabal, Al Murtafa'. Aqaba is a mountain that is a, a raised mountain. mountain. They gave the Pledge of Allegiance to the Rasul at this place. Yani bi Mina. By Mina. And the Sheikh he says that the, uh, the the pledge and the contents of this pledge wasigat hadhi al-mubayaa rawaha Ubadah ibn Samit al-Ansari ahad al-nuqaba wa al-nuqaba jam'u naqib and so the contents and that which was contained within this pledge Ubadah he narrates it uh, and he was ahad al-nuqaba as we go back to the hadith it's mentioned that he was Ahad al-Nuqaba. And al-Nuqaba is jam'u naqib. That is the plural of naqib. Naqib means a يعني, leader. Like a leader. Naam. When Nabi Sallallahu minhum nuqaba. Prophet he took from them nuqaba. Yani leaders. From the, from the Ansar. Ithnay ashra naqiba. Twelve leaders. Mithlama takhada Musa alayhi salam min bani Israel. Ithnay ashra naqiba. Just as Musa alayhi salam took twelve Leaders from Bani Israel. Naam. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said, Walakada akada miyataka bani Israel wabaathna minhum ifne ashara naqiba. As Allah he mentions in the Quran. And that we took the covenant and the agreement with Bani Israel from Bani Israel and we yani, appointed from them twelve leaders. Twelve leaders, and likewise the saying of Allah. And we divided them into يعني, 12 tribes. Asbat. يعني, from the Dhurriya of Ishaq, from the um, descendants of Ishaq, and those tribes that descended from Ishaq, they, they, those tribes are known as Asbat. As for those tribes that uh, descended from Ismail, they are known as Qabail. Qabail. Asbat, yani same meaning. Asbat is from Sibq. Sibq, yani Ibn al-Ibn. Grandchildren. The son of the son. Yani grandchild. Um, and so, this is the meaning of that. And Bani Israel, as we know, they were divided into 12 tribes. Yani that goes back to the 12 sons of 
Man? Ya'qub alayhi salam. The 12 sons of Ya'qub, from them as we know, Yusuf alayhi salam, his brother bin Yamin, and other than them, Naam, as, as is mentioned, Musa alayhi salam, he was from Lawi. That's that which is, has been mentioned. And one of the sons of Ya'qub, he came from Lawi. These were 12 sons who then gave way to 12 tribes. 12 tribes. And so here, um, yani within those ayat, there's a mention of, of this. Naam. Uh, and the Sheikh, he says, That the meaning of Nuqaba is they are arif, the plural of Arif. Urafa is the plural of Arif. Just like Nuqaba is the plural of Naqib, Urafa is the plural of Arif. Arif is yani, one who is like responsible, like an authority. And so oh, each, one of, oh, one of the, each one of these tribes was one who was responsible for them, a leader, one who was in authority over them, and Mas'ul, responsible for them. Now, and so... Uh, the Sheikh he says, um, Naam. So the Urafa are those who um, they are tied to those who are under them. وَيَكُونُونَ مَسْؤُولِينَ أَمَّنْ ضَمْ أَمْ نَعَمْ أَمَّنْ إِنْضَمُوا إِلَيْهِمْ أَمَامْ وَلِيُّ الْأَمْرِ And so the Urafa, Nukaba, they are responsible over those who have been, يعني, who are placed under them before the Waliul Amr, before the leader, before their leader. Naam? And so, Amam al-Rasul, the Shaykh says, so they were responsible, the, the Nuqaba from the Ansar, they were responsible for those under them, yani, and yani, um, before the Rasul. Faminhum, Ubada ibn Samit. Naam, as we said, Bayatul Ula, ya ikhwa, that was, um, yani, the th um, that was the 13th year after the Ba'tha. Yani, the 13th year after the sending of the Rasulullah so yani before the Hijrah before the Hijrah that Bayatul Ula Bayatul Aqaba Al Ula the first one that was in the 13th year and there was six six from the Ansar who gave their pledge yani their pledge uh, that yani uh, for Islam that they yani had accepted Islam 12 Ubadah was from them the following year was Bay'ah, Bay'atul Aqaba Athaniya, which makes it which year? The 14th year. So that was the second pledge. The second pledge, um, Bay'atul Aqaba in the same location, Aqaba, as we've mentioned where that is. And then Bay'atul Ridwan, that was when? Hmm? Hudaybiyah. Hudaybiyah. And that was which year? The sixth year. The sixth year. And that was the third bay'ah in Islam. The very first bay'ah, very first pledge was bay'ah al-Aqaba al-Ula. That, that was the first. Second was bay'ah al-Aqaba uh, al-Thaniyah in the, the following year. And um, 72 men yani, gave the pledge during that second, during that second pledge. 72 from the Ansar. Naam. And the third and the last pledge was Bayat Ridwan, also known as Bayat uh, Shajara or Tahta Shajara, that Bayat that was given uh, underneath the tree. Naam. 
Now, and, and this bay'ah, bay'ah uh, that was given by Ubadah, the second pledge, was also known as bay'atun nisa. It's, yani, it's terms that explain this, yani, the same bay'ah. So bay'atun nisa, the bay'ah given by the women, the pledge given by the women, this was also known as bay'atun nisa. So, like that which Allah mentions in the Quran, Ya ayyuhal nabi, yani surah al-mumtahana, إذا جاءك المؤمنات يبايعنك يبايعنك على ألا يشركنا بالله شيئا. O Prophet, if the believing women come to you and they give you the pledge, the pledge that they shall not ascribe any partners with Allah, ولا يسرقنا ولا يزنين. That they will not steal, nor will they commit illegal sexual intercourse, ولا يقتلنا أولادهن. And that they will not kill uh, their children that they and that they don't utter slander uh, that they that they forge يعني, between themselves between their hands and their their their, their feet and the, and the, uh, the sheikh will explain that the meaning of that نعم. And they don't disobey you in that which is good. Naam. And so give them the pledge. Take the pledge from them. Take the pledge from them. And seek forgiveness for them. Yani from Allah. Inna Allah ghafur rahim. Indeed, Allah is all forgiving, all merciful. Naam. And so the Shaykh he says that. This bay'ah, it had bunud, yani articles and points within this pledge. And it is the bay'ah of the Rasulullah with the Ansar in the Al-Aqaba. Yani in the Al-Aqaba, this location. لأنه لم يكن وقتها جهاد في سبيل الله. Yani the time that they gave that pledge, there wasn't no jihad in the way of Allah. Al-jihad إنما فرد فيما بعد. Jihad only was, and he came and was obligated in that which came afterwards, and so um, that which came first, and, Allah, uh, and in the uh, ayah, and likewise uh, in the hadith, uh, yani that which was, uh, yani the first from the banud, that they don't make any partners with Allah, and so he began with the aqidah, and it is ibadatullah. That is يعني, to worship Allah alone and to leave off the worship of everything else besides Him because this is the asas, this is the foundation. Secondly, Allah Yasriqu that they don't steal. Here Akhvulmal Ma'ani the Shaykh is saying that basically taking uh, a sadaqah, the definition of sadaqah is to take wealth or yani, to take yani, anything of value, of yani, uh, wealth and so on, yani, in secret. In secret. Naam. Wasariq mal'oon fil hadith. And the sariq, the one who steals, he's, he's cursed in the hadith. Allahu sariq, as the Messenger of Allah he said. Uh, Allah's curse is upon the one who steals. 
نعم والسرقة كبيرة من كبائر الذنوب and it is a major sin from the major sins بعد الشرك يعني it is after shirk ثم بعده بقية الكبائر and then after it the rest of the major sins ثالثا the third thing that was mentioned ولا تزنو يعني do not commit illegal sexual intercourse والزنا والعياذ بالله Allah's protection is sought from that أيضا من أعظم الكبائر Likewise, it is from the greatest of the major sins. And it causes the ansab, the lineage, to be lost. And it brings about يعني, illnesses and disease. In zina is يعني, many evils. ولا تقرب الزنا إنه كان فاحشة وساء سبيلا. As Allah said, do not come close and near to zina. Indeed, it is a great evil sin. وساء سبيلا and an evil way. يعني that leads to the hellfire. Fourthly, ولا تقتلوا أولادكم. And do not kill your children. أيضا لأنهم في الجاهلية كانوا يقتلون الأولاد. In Jahiliyyah, before Al-Islam, they used to kill their children. Al-Banat yaqtulunahun khashyat al-aar. The daughters, they used to kill them khashyat al-aar. In fear of al-aar, meaning shame and disgrace. Fearing that they will be disgraced and shamed by having daughters. Wal-awlaad al-dhukur yaqtulunahum. And likewise, they used to kill their male boys, children. They used to kill them in fear of poverty. And do not kill your children, as Allah says, fearing poverty. And some of them, the, the, the Mushrikun, they would kill their children يعني for the sake of their idols. For the sake of their idols. They would seek to get closer, draw closer to their asnam uh, and their idols by killing their children. As is in Surah Al-An'am, يعني that their so-called partners with Allah they beautified for them the killing of their children the killing of their children يتقربون بقتل أولادهم للأصنام so they would seek to draw near to their idols by killing their children بلغ بهم الحد إلى هذه الجريمة القبيحة يعني and so this is what it led them to so the sheikh he says شرق وقتل يعني this is what the مشركين they fell into in those days of جاهلية يعني شرك the greatest sin making partners with Allah سبحانه وتعالى in his worship and likewise the killing of children والعياذ بالله أقرب الأقارب يعني the closest of one's relatives and one those who are close to him fifthly ولا تأتوا ببحتان الشيخ says بحتان هو الكذب بحتان يعني slander and false accusation it is kathib it is lie it is يعني lying سمي بالكذب 
بحتانا لأن الكاذب يبحث يبحث المكذوب عليه. The reason why it is called بحتان is because the كاذب the liar he slanders يعني the one who is lying upon تفترونه يعني that you forge أي يكذبونه ويصطنعونه يعني that you lie and you invent and you make up بين أيديكم وأرجله وأرجلهم نعم نعم يعني بين أيديكم يعني between يعني your your hands and your and your and your feet الشيخ he says here you have a typo or a mistake in the transcription here within this kitab it says قصد and that's wrong is the sheikh he said خصت خصت الأيدي والأرجل خصت يعني that the reason in this verse why hands and feet were specified لأنها أدوات الكسب because those are the يعني the hands and the feet are the tools in which we earn we earn our actions فالرجل تمشي so يعني the feet they walk واليد تبطش and the hand strikes وتأخذ وتعطي and the hands they take and they give and so this is بحتان sixthly ولا تعسو في معروف and do not disobey in that which is good ولا يعسون الله and they don't disobey Allah قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم so the saying of the messenger of Allah ومن أصاب and whoever يعني if you go back to the hadith hadith ومن أصاب من ذلك شيئا and whoever يعني from amongst you carries out any one of those sins that are mentioned within this bay'ah that you are to stay away from نعم يعني وقع في شيء من هذه المعاصي يعني that he falls into and carries out and perpetrates one of these sins وقع منه سرقة and so for example he steals وقع منه الزنا and so he commits illegal sexual intercourse وقع منه قتل he kills this is the meaning of ومن أصابة whoever أصابة من ذلك شيئا that he falls into one of those sins the statement of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم من وفى يعني whoever fulfills this pledge فأجره على الله and so his reward is with Allah ومن وقع في شيء دون الشرك and whoever falls into anything from those sins lesser than shirk يعني other than shirk so سرقة stealing زنا قتل نفس killing a soul أو غير ذلك من الكبائر أو other than them from the major sins فإن أقيم عليه الحد and so if the punishment is applied to him the prescribed legal punishment فعقب في الدنيا and so he is punished in this world فهذا كفارته مع التوبة إلى الله and so that is his expiation from that sin يعني that which wipes away that sin from him مع التوبة as long as he repents يعني to Allah from that sin إذا تاب وأقيم عليه الهد if he repents and the punishment is prescribed upon him فلا يجمع الله له بين عذاب الدنيا وعذاب الآخرة مع التوبة and so if the punishment prescribed punishment is applied to him then Allah will not combine between the punishment of this world and the punishment in the hereafter مع التوبة as long as he has that توبة and he repents not just that the punishment is applied 
there's still the affair of making tawbah. And whoever Allah conceals, and he conceals that sin that he falls into, Allah conceals that from the people. And he fell into it, but no one knows about it except for him and Allah. And he's not punished for that sin in this dunya. And he repents to Allah. Or he doesn't repent. That's the meaning of the hadith. And so his affair is with Allah. If Allah wills, he will punish him. And if Allah wills, he will pardon him and forgive him. And this is like the saying of Allah, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَكْفِرُ أَنْ يُشْرِكَ بِهِ وَيَكْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكْ لِمَا يَشَاءُ Indeed, Allah does not forgive that partners and shirk is uh, committed or partners are made alongside Allah. But He forgives lesser than that to whomsoever He pleases. This is a proof that أَنَّ الْمَعَاصِي تُنَقِّسْ الْإِيمَانِ This is a, this hadith is a proof that the sins, they... يعني, they make the iman of an individual deficient. وَتُوجِبْ hmm? And they necessitate punishment. رَدًّا عَلَى الْمُرْجَعَةِ So this is, is, a, is, a, is a refutation and a proof against the murja'ah. That sect, الَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ Those who say, again a mistake here, he says badal, but it should say abadan. الَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ أَبَدًا الْمَعَاسِلَ مَا نَقَّسُ الْإِيمَانِ those who say never, the sins do not يعني, decrease iman. And likewise, it is a rad al khawarij. It is likewise a proof يعني, uh, against the khawarij and whoever يعني, supports their methodology and their, their belief and goes along with the khawarij. Those who declare a Muslim a disbeliever outside the fall of Islam due to him committing a major sin. Yani any one of these sins that were mentioned within this bay'ah. Naam. Al-Rasul yakfur. The Messenger of Allah did not say yakfur. He didn't say he disbelieves. Naam. Balqal. Rather he said, فَأَمْرُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ Rather he said his affair is with Allah. إِنْ شَاءَ If Allah wills, he will punish him. وَإِنْ شَاءَ غَفَرَ لَهُ And if Allah wills, he will pardon him and forgive him. What a clear evidence against the khawarij. Clear. And there's no... Uh, ambiguity here clear if Allah wills he'll punish him if Allah wills he'll forgive him Naam. Um, and so the Shaykh he says that this is a proof that the murtakibul kabira the one who perpetrates and carries out a major sin allati dun shirk the one who commits the major sin which is lesser than shirk la yakfur he doesn't disbelieve he doesn't disbelieve Naam. his affair is with Allah if Allah wills he will uh, punish him and if Allah wills he will forgive him and yani, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forgive that shirk is committed with him, but he forgives lesser than that to whomsoever he wills. This is the madhab of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah fil Iman. This is their madhab when it comes to Iman wa murtakibul kabira. And their madhab and their position towards the one who commits a major sin. And in this hadith, no doubt, is a fadl of the Ansar, an explanation of the virtue of the Ansar, because the Rasulullah bayahum عند al-Aqaba. Because the Rasulullah he gave them the pledge يعني, uh, at, يعني, in that location of Al-Aqaba. And we finish with a question. Uh, and that is, what is better then? 
What is better? That a person, if he commits one of these major sins, and there is a prescribed punishment for it, such as sariqa, stealing, zina, illegal sexual intercourse, adultery or fornication, or that he kills another soul, what is better for him? Is it better that he has the had the prescribed punishment applied to him? Or is it better that he conceals it? What is better? Punishment applied? So if we recall, there's some ahadith where an incidents where some from those who were present in the time of the, uh, the messenger of Allah, some, some of the Sahaba, Ma'is uh, ibn Malik, when he came to the Rasulullah, saying that يعني, he, he committed that which يعني, he, he wanted the Rasulullah that he purifies him from. Likewise, Al-Ghamidiyya, that woman from uh, Bani Ghamid, from that tribe, known as, يعني, known as Ghamidiyya, Likewise, the woman from Juhayna. Hmm? But isn't that that then someone spoke ill about that woman? Mm-hmm. And the Prophet actually retributed him and said that she has been forgiven. So that's Naam. But if you look at that, so if you look at that, Khalid bin Walid, that when she was being stoned, that when, they, when, when, when she came and she was pregnant, the Rasul sent her back. And just with Ma'is, likewise, he sent him back. Sent him back. Kept, yani came first time, sent him back. Second time, sent him back. Third time, sent him back. And the fourth time, yani he, he, he said, he asked the Sahaba, does he, ha- is, does he have junoon with him? Is, yani, is he crazy? Does he drink alcohol? Because the punishment is a serious punishment. It's a serious prescribed punishment. We don't rush to it. Naam? And likewise, similar with uh, these women. Send them back. Kept sending them back. Up until when they kept coming, saying, purify me. And, 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 and uh, establish the punishment upon me. And when yani, they were pregnant, the Rasulullah he, he sent them back and said, Give birth to your, to your child and then come back. Hmm? And then the prescribed punishment was applied. He ordered that they be uh, stoned. And then with one of them, Ghamidiyya, when, uh, yani, when she was being stoned, yani, after one of the stones struck her, some of the blood from her came and splattered on Khalid bin Walid and he began to speak ill of her. And the Rasul what did he say? He said that Allah has forgiven her. And about some of them, that if the tawbah that they made, if it was to be divided amongst the people of Medina, it would suffice. Him. About Ma'iz, that he made a tawbah, that it, yani it would suffice the whole ummah. So from that we would get we would understand what? That is that is better. That is better, sir. That is better to have the punishment applied. However, the stronger position is no. That is better if Allah has has concealed it, that you conceal it. Naam and so we gather all the narrations together. And there are evidences wherein the Rasul he said. The legend of Adama, the permanent committee major scholars, and likewise, Sheikh Al Fawzan, uh, I heard the Sheikh yani, more than once, in the sa- similar situation when, when answering this uh, question, yani, that uh, 
the Rasul he mentioned in another hadith that that the time has come that we apply the hudud that we apply the prescribed punishments and so whoever Allah has concealed his sin let him let him conceal it بِسِتْرِلَّهِ Let him conceal it with that which Allah has concealed him with. Hmm? It is mustahab, recommended, that if you've committed a sin, that you make that tawbah sincerely to Allah. And Allah will forgive. And this is again something that the scholars they describe, or they discuss, that as long as a person is sincere in his tawbah, then we have firm determination that Allah has forgiven him. If he's sincere, and he knows best whether he's sincere, and Allah knows best. If he's completely sincere in his tawbah, Allah will forgive him, even though the punishment hasn't been prescribed upon him. And so what we say, it is mustahab, recommended that you make satar, and that you conceal that sin if you've fallen into it, make tawbah to Allah. And it is not wajib that you go to the, yani to the amir, and to the ruler, and he is the only one that can apply the rule in the Muslim lands. Hmm? Not يعني, between us, but يعني, um, he, it's not obligatory upon him to go. However, once, and this is the ruling, once the ruling has been brought to the Amir, then it's wajib for him to carry it out. Yeah, but we're only talking about the ones that are con- concealed. Naam. So if it becomes known and brought to the ruler, then that's a different case. And it has to be, the, the prescribed punishments have to be applied, but we're talking about if it's concealed. And a per- no one knows about it except for the person who did it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And so what they say is that it's mustahab to conceal it, but it's afdal and better than that to, to go to the ruler and purify yourself. Although it's not wajib. Hmm? But it's recommended for you to conceal it but if you want better than that, if you want better than that, then yani, you can go to the, to the ruler. But once it's brought to the ruler, the, it's wajib upon the ruler that he prescribes the punishment. And just as yani, in another hadith concerning sariqa, stealing, when um, a woman from a certain tribe, when she was brought to the Rasul and Usama ibn Zayd, he sought to intercede for her. And the Rasul he, 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 he said that yani, those people who before were destroyed because whenever yani, a noble individual was brought yani, for a sin that he committed, yani, they would not prescribe the punishment upon him, but when, whenever a poor individual would come, they would prescribe the punishment. And then the Messenger of Allah saw about Allah and he said, he said, by Allah, if the daughter of Fatima, uh, the, the daughter of Muhammad وسلم, Fatima, if she was to steal, steal I, would st- I would chop off her hand. So once it's brought to the ruler, it's wajib then يعني, for him to, to prescribe the punishment. As for these يعني, uh, incidents where they came saying that they, they fell into zina, then the reason why the Rasulullah had sent them back is due to the severity of that punishment. يعني, to, to make absolutely certain 
that they committed this sin. And so when the person came and confessed on numerous occasions, and the Rasulullah verified that he wasn't someone who was crazy, someone who wasn't drinking, even the narration mentions that the Rasulullah and the Sahaba, they, they smelt his breath to see, to see whether he was yani, one who drank alcohol and so on. Now, هذا وصلى الله عليه وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين.